to the E3 podcast where we encourage, educate, and empower female entrepreneurs. I'm Melissa Johnson, and I have a mission to help female business owners um, transform their lives and their business. On this show, I'll be interviewing female entrepreneurs that are moms, that are business owners, and we're taking a deep dive into the struggles that they're having in their business and coming up with some great solutions on how they can transform their business and their life. So thank you so much for joining the show today. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already, and we're going to jump right in. everybody. Welcome back to the E3 podcast. I'm excited to have my friend Nina on today. Welcome. Hi. Uh, Would you like to share just kind of, let's just jump right in and just talk about who you are and what you're doing and um, yes, awesome. Thank you. So yes, my name's Nina. I am the owner of a company called Boldly & Co. And my company is rooted in productivity. So basically what we do is we help other companies and entrepreneurs and individuals really get clear on where they're going, how to make a plan to get there. And then we teach them all these amazing, um, efficient and effective ways on how to like implement their plans. So in a nutshell, that's what we do. Um, and yeah, and one of, we have awesome tools that go with all of our coaching and things like that. Like we have a productivity planner and it's just fun. Honestly, uh, one of the biggest joys of my life is to have this company and it's something that gives me a lot of energy and I feel like it's what I was made to do. So it feels good. Yeah. Love that. So I'm curious, how did you, um, kind of what got you into the whole productivity thing? Was it born from a need that you had yourself or was it just something like, are you like a super organized person and you just (laughs) like that sort of thing or? It was both. So I am naturally a very um, organized person. I like to, my brain thinks about efficiencies and um, dependencies. It's very like project manager oriented. So I actually thought that everyone was just wired that same way. And as I got like out of college and into the corporate world and becoming a project manager, I realized like, wait, not everybody actually has this skill of being able to like break down an idea into all the little components and then know how to actually implement it. So that was like kind of the first part, but you also mentioned like, like, why did you really have to create this company? It was honestly out of complete desperation. (laughs) So um, when I was in the corporate world, um, I was traveling, I was actually I worked in the tech space, um, specifically within healthcare and hospital tech. And I would go out all over the country, I'd fly to work every single week, wherever, you know, whichever uh, healthcare organization I was working at. And I would help hospitals and hospital presidents develop like their tech strategy and their business strategy. And we'd implement that. We'd create these big plans with big teams. And it was, it was awesome. But the problem that came up for me was I was completely overworked. I was working 60, 70 hours a week. 
I traveled every week, Sunday through Friday night at 11 p.m. Wow. I had one day off. And, you know, the projects we were on, these are like $25 million projects, $100 million projects. And what you're faced with is this pressure. Like, if you don't get it right, you could cost a patient's life, right? Like, if you can't get these systems to talk to each other, like, that's a big problem. So there was always this intense pressure. And it really started to affect me in some major ways. It was affecting my mental health. I was starting to have panic attacks and develop like major migraines and back pain that have never gone away since. And I kept thinking like, why isn't my company helping me do better? Like, why aren't they showing me how to do what I've got to do, but in less time or to be more productive? And, and you know, and here's me, I'm already an organized, efficient person. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, why isn't anyone helping me? And basically, um, to literally like rescue myself and my mental health, I was like, I've got to create something that makes me better because I think I'm going to lose it. And it's funny when I, whenever I tell people that I'm always like, Oh my God, what are they thinking? Like, do they think <laughs> I'm some crazy person? But what's interesting is that I know this doesn't just affect me. Like, what I experienced in the corporate world and with like this constant pressure to do well and do things quickly and under budget and all that stuff, like that affects a lot of people out there. And Mm -hmm. so I spent two years um, while I was still working, researching and developing methods on productivity and well-being and, and things like that. And I kind of developed this system that I then applied to myself. And it was like, once I got the system down and got it right, it was like the next day, it was like a miracle occurred. It was oh, like wow. my stress was going away. The day felt easy. I was in control. It was like, oh my God, like I'm doing something right here. And the next thing that happened was about a year after that, I got promoted to be the leader of the team that I was on. And we started with like 25 people and everybody on my team had been like me, right? Like I I walked into this very broken team of overworked, stressed out consultants that were like hanging on by a thread, you know, their mental health was hanging on by a thread basically. Mm -hmm. And I started applying the system that I had created. And within 24 months, I saw our team grow by 500%. We increased revenue by 600% and we had a 96% retention rate. And in the world of consulting, and especially at this time with healthcare tech, people left to go anywhere. You'd go and chase the next big dollar because a company, you'd make so much money, you could go chase another 30,000, 40,000, like in an instant and no one would, you know, bat an eye. And to know that we had 96% retention, like no one wanted to leave the team. I kept going, okay, whatever this system is, like it literally performed a miracle in my life. I applied it to my team here and we saw us grow and have these like massive results and no one wants to leave and everyone is happy and healthy. And like, what is, I'm doing something right. That's amazing. (laughs) Yes, I mean, like literally it formed out of, utter desperation and being like, why isn't someone helping me? Like, why is my company just telling me to like work more and do more and you'll get through it? Like, 
I'm like literally get riled up thinking about it. I'm like, you should have helped me and you did it. And I honestly believe that like how a leader and how a company should be is you take care of your people. Mm-hmm. And when you take care of your people well, and in really meaningful ways that contribute to their life, not just the company's bottom dollar, what you get back is like an amazing loyalty and amazing culture and health. And of course, the end result is productivity. You produce more in less time for less money. Like you just get all these benefits. So yeah, so that's how, that's how the system was born out of desperation. Um, And then two years ago, I thought, you know, I'm going to create a company out of this. And so uh, my husband and I planned our money very carefully and I left the corporate world and started Boldly and Co. And it has been, honestly, I like know I'm on the right path because it feels so good. Like even the, even the menial stuff, the little stuff about the company, it feels good. I'm like, I'm here for it. (laughs) I love that. It's like you're in your zone, right? Yes. Yeah. When you find that thing that you're so passionate about and it really doesn't feel like work, does it? You probably love getting up every day doing what you do, right? I do. And, you know, I've tried many things because in my, you know, I know like you, you know, people hear other people and they're like, wow, they just reached success. And, but that's really not the truth. Like Mm -hmm. over my, while I was in my corporate career, I have tried many things because I um, knew I wanted to be the boss. (laughs) I knew I wanted to be my own boss. I knew I wanted to do some kind of coaching or education, but I like, didn't know exactly what. So I've tried lots of things that have not worked, but I, the whole time, I feel like I knew this was what I should be doing. And I just wasn't brave enough to do it. And then finally, one day I said like, look, this is authentically who I am. Like I love productivity in planning and helping people dream and break it into something like really tactical and practical. And I was like, I I don't know how I'm going to bring that to the world, but I've got to do it. So that's kind of how it all started. That's so fun. And I love that journey too. I think the best things are always born from a need that you yourself usually have. Yeah. Yes. I mean, that's, um, that's kind of, you know, that was part of my why for starting to do what I'm doing, you know, doing real estate for so long and then moving more into like a coaching kind of space. And, and I'm still even working on what that even completely looks like. Yeah. But you just know when something's right. And so the journey to get there can be kind of, you know, yes. all over the place. But then once you start getting more clear as you're like working towards this thing where it's like, okay, I know like, that's not exactly what I want to do, but if I can take this thing that I love and like turn it into something that I can build and, you know, enjoy yeah. and provide for my family with this, like, I feel like that's probably the greatest thing ever, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm personally right now, so I'm 37 years old and I'm on a track to retire by the time I'm 40. And I said, like I, I've made this goal a long time ago and I've been working really, really hard at that. And that's to retire myself at 40 and my husband, he would be 38 at the time. Mm-hmm. But our goal isn't to really 
retire. It's to have the option of retirement. I, you know, I like, there is this thing, like I want a choice. And, right. you know, as soon as you like get done with school, whether that's high school or it's college and you go and get a job, it's like, you feel like you don't have a choice. You just have to keep working and you get in this like vicious cycle of your life being shaped by a job. And mm -hmm. one thing that we do in Boldly, which I love, it's like one of my favorite exercises is specifically with like business owners or people that are wanting to like make major career jumps or something like that. We do an exercise where we start them with what's your life vision. Mm -hmm. And we do that, like you'd mentioned your reason why this would be a very clear, specific exercise into your reason why. And we really dive into like, you know, 20 different areas of your life. Like, what does that look like? Mm -hmm. And the reason we do that is because, okay, like I just mentioned, like a lot of people's lives are shaped by a job. So they, they create a business or they get going in a job and then every part of their life has to react to the job. Like you get time off to be with your family because of what your job tells you. You get time to travel or experience things or be sick based on the number of days that your job gives you or how much energy you have or whatever it is. And it's like, to me, I feel like you need to envision your life, your personal life. Like what do you really want for it? And it should be like exciting and scary and give you this like strange, intense energy. <laughs> and then you say, right? Like, well, what do I do then for a job or a business that supports that life vision. So right. to me, that's like extremely important, but anyhow, yeah, I, I think I just and went I, on a tangent. <laughs> no, that, I mean, it's, it's so true. And I do the same thing with, with coach, uh, coaching clients, you know, cause I just do one-on-one -on -one stuff, but that is always where I start too. It's like, let's start with why, like, why do you want to do this? Yeah. What is the vision of for your life in all aspects of your life? What does it feel like? What does it look like? How, how are you going to feel once you do X, Y, Z, whatever it is that you yeah. want to do. And the yeah. great thing, you know, is like that. I, the, I love the reverse engineering of that. Right. So it's like, okay, well, I want to do this like one big, like, here's the vision for my life. Cause that's really what it is, right? You're casting yeah. a vision out there of like your whole life because your whole life isn't just your work. Right. And, I mean, and that's what so happens right? parts we, to that. Yeah. And th that's exactly what happens is your work does become your entire life because no one's ever told you or taught you that you can dream. Like I, you know, for me, like I come from a very, um, like I know my parents told me like, you can be anything, you know, like I know they're very like positive people, but it was also like, here's the path. Mm -hmm. You graduate from high school and then you must go to college and then you must get a job and be able to support yourself. And you, you know, right. Like it was just like, here's the must. It wasn't like go to college and dream and what do you want for your life and where do you want to go? It was like, you know, people just don't talk like that. They don't teach you about that. I'm sure some families do, but I honestly think probably 99% of families don't, you know, or like, especially people our age, right? Like right. we didn't, our, cause, because I feel like self-development is such a bigger topic now than it was before, but right. your parents sound very similar to mine. Like they didn't grow up. We didn't talk about mindset or, you know, 
things like that. It was the same thing. It was like, here's the plan, you know, because that's how they were raised by the yeah. whole different generation of, you know, you work hard, you get a really good job, Save every get penny. the security. Yeah. And then like, then you can have your life after you retire and then you die like three years later <laughs> because like, you worked your butt off your whole life and never like rested. Yeah. yeah so there's, it, it's dangerous. It's dangerous to get locked dangerous. into that. Well, and the other thing too, life. is you know, our generation is a lot different in the sense that I don't know that we can certainly depend on, um, for example, like the government to take care of us when we're older with social security. I don't know that that's really going to be there. So I'm scared to depend on it or same with, you know, like a lot of people had pensions. You were guaranteed a pension. That was part of a loyalty that a company guaranteed you. Um, I don't know. I maybe know like one or two people, seriously, one or two people, probably out of the hundreds or thousands that I know that have a pension and that are, you know, like around my age. So I'm like, it just doesn't exist. And so I feel like, you know, we come from a mindset that's like, we've got to take care of ourselves as much as possible. So it's all about yeah, security, so. I think you know, it's yeah. that. And then like, but then, you know, you have that, and, and I'm not saying that's like a bad thing necessarily, but it's, it's almost a sad thing because if you yeah. just, you just go and like, you get this job and it's a great job. And I, I can't tell you how many people that I talk to, like they hate their job, but they go yeah. every day. I look at my poor dad, like, I don't know how he does it. Literally. He's worked at the same place since I think 1980. Yeah. And he gets up every day at the same time, eats breakfast at the same time every day, drives to the same place every day for like the lot till now, however long that's been 40 something years. And right. I think to myself, like, I understand it was like out of a need to provide for the family and everything, but it's like, did you have a dream about anything? <laughs> did, yeah. You know, like there was no thought. And I don't know if that's like a generational thing or what, but it's definitely something that I have thought a lot about in having kids and teaching them about like, if they don't want to go to college, I'm not forcing them to go. I mean, they're, they're going. Yes. Same conversation in our household. Yes. Yeah. It's like, if you're not ready for that, then you're not, you take the time. I would rather them take a year or two off and figure out what they want to do. Try some different things, maybe intern somewhere. If they think they're interested in something, then just jump into going to college and how, like, what do you know when you're 18? How can you pick a career when you're that age? You don't know anything. <laughs> I, you and know, it's funny. Stuck in it. Yes. And you know, now that I'm, you know, like I said, I'm 37. I feel like I know some things about myself now that I didn't fully grasp or understand when I was having to go to college or, you know, choose where I was going to go to college or what, what school within the college was I going to be in? And you know, for me, I just knew like, well, I like being the boss. And so I'm going to go to business school, but some things that I'm like genuinely passionate and interested in are psychology, um, the science of argument. (laughs) Like, I think I could be a great attorney, (laughs) but like, there's things where I'm like, I didn't even understand the career paths that went along with those things. And I also didn't understand that those were things that I was good at or was passionate about until like, probably I was in like my late twenties. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I think like, so you'd mentioned, you know, like your dad 
for the safety of the family and um, security with the family. You know, it's like he's chosen this route and it was the, the right route, but he does the same thing every day. I saw my dad do the exact same thing. And the justification, you know, that he provides is like, well, we don't need to want for any more. Mm-hmm. And I agree with that. Like, I agree that like, we should be grateful for what we have and we should live in the present moment. But frankly, I do want for more. I do want for options. I do want for, you know, major wealth. I do want to be able to give back to my community in more ways than like, for me, that's what, one of my major driving reasons why. And for my husband, it's the same thing. So it's nice because we're kind of like a team on that one, which is we want to keep working upon the time that we optionally retire in a few years because we want to be able to make money just to massively give back to our community. To be like, oh, you know, here's not a hundred dollar check in my time, which is, you know, like how we give now. Right. But I want to be like, here's a hundred thousand dollars this year, or here's, you know, like that's what I want to give back to. And so we've got a, like a specific plan. And to me, that's like, yes, we absolutely need to think about the security of our family and, and financial safety of our family and things like that. But at the point where I don't have to worry about those things, man, do I have some dreams <laughs> that I want to get yeah. to. <laughs> and that's, what's the great thing I think about being an entrepreneur is like, we, we do these things, but it's never, sometimes it's not the thing that we're doing. It's like the, it's what it allows us, right. For, yes. in, the, for in the future, you yeah. know, so I'm sure you enjoy your business right now and everything, but like you said, there's, there, there is more to it than just that. Yeah. It's, yeah. How, and I think that's like every successful person, like always asking yourself, how will I give back? You know, who will I help? Who will I serve? Um, And I think that plays into like your business and how you're running things and just Mm -hmm. like all that stuff. And like, this is kind of a tangent, but like, I don't want to wake up one day, you know, like 20 years from now and be like, where the hell did my life go? (laughs) Like, what have I been doing all this time? That's really depressing. It's, you know, because we're not promised anything, you know, and that's, you could get hit by a bus tomorrow and what's going to happen. What's your legacy? How did you live your life? And did you do what made you happy or did you go out every day and just do something because you felt like you needed to do it and you never took a chance. You weren't bold. You know, I love the name of your company because it, that's, that's like a bold move to, to go completely from one thing to something totally different. That must've been really scary. Like, can you share kind of what that was like, like that transition point, like the quitting of that, all that safety and going into this passion project sort of thing? Yes. So actually I, um, I went on vacation. So let's see, this had to be like September, 2017. I went on a vacation out to California to visit family. And you know, when you're on vacation, I always call it your vacation brain, right? Where you're like, oh my gosh, all my stress is gone. I'm not thinking about work for just a second. And I feel like you get into your most creative, like genius zone self because you're 
your, like the energy that you have for your brain and for thinking is completely available to you, right? Like you're not bogged down with the day-to-day stuff at home or your house or your kids or your partner or work. It's like, it's just free to you. So like I stressed. Yes. Yes. You get this rest. So I was on a vacation and, um, you know, we're in the sunshine and it was just like so easy. And I just said to my husband, I was like, I've got to quit. I just have to be done. I go, I feel like my spirit in the corporate world is just like getting smaller every day. And I'm a big personality. (laughs) Like I have a lot to give. So I'm like, it, it felt icky to feel small like that. And like, I just went with very little energy every day and I really didn't care what happened in the day. And I thought, I don't want to live like this. So we got back and I said to my husband, I go, if I can come up with a financial plan, like a budget that proves that we have a few years worth of living expenses to like hold us tight. If we don't make any money, what do you think about me, me leaving our job? Now, my husband was running our real estate investing business. So he had retired from the corporate world and I was the one that was working full time and had, you know, like our insurance benefits and the salary and all that, that was kind of making us feel safe while he was picking up our real estate business. So it was like, wait a second. So we're both going to be fully self-employed here. So that was really scary. But again, I, after this vacation, I was like, I can't look back. I've already made the decision. It has to happen. So I will figure this out. So we just really scrutinized our finances. And um, I think it was about six months later. It was like the, the plan determined that like in May, 2018 or something like that, it was April or May, 2018, that I could call it quits. So I did that. And the the first thing I did was actually not get to work. The first thing that I did was I just took two weeks off and did nothing to the point of boredom because I realized if I did not do that, I would probably never have another chance in my life to just be bored. So (laughs) so I just let myself (laughs) be bored. And then after that, like, I had, uh, before I had left the corporate world, I had developed, you know, I kind of operated off of the systems that I had shared with you, like I was creating, which was created my life vision and business vision and strategy and um, my plan for the next 90 days, like everything I had to achieve. So I had kind of already had that like waiting for me when I got done with this little break and my boredom break. And, um, then I just got to work and I will say over the past two years, our business has changed dramatically, like in a very wonderfully scary way. So when, when we first started, I was like, I want to create a productivity planner because how I do the productivity stuff, it actually starts with like a methodology of what do you do every day to get your stuff done in the most effective way. Mm-hmm. So we start there. So I was like, I just, I want to create a planner. I'm going to make this wildly successful planner. And I really had no experience with creating a product. I had no experience with the print world. I had, oh my gosh, no experience with sales. 
So like, I feel like I'm good at, I'm good at sales. If I think about it from the standpoint, like I'm an educator, mm-hmm. but the idea that there's some pressure that like, I have to make sales, I like crumble. So it's just not how my brain works for whatever reason. But so we started with this planner and this methodology and we were almost like, maybe we're a lifestyle company, like about well-being and you know, whatever. And what happened was people started like tapping into me for my other experience that comes with, okay, well, I want to develop a company. I want to have a vision and I want to break that down into the little pieces. And then I want you to show me how to implement that using your productivity methodology in the planner. Mm-hmm. So our company really changed from like, we were thinking it would be lifestyle and it turned into, we almost 100% of the time work with businesses or budding businesses to like give them that edge and that clarity and that focus. So we're actually in the midst of like switching up our entire website because our website isn't even like accurate to who we are anymore. (laughs) So anyhow. (laughs) Nice. So, so talking about that, so we were kind of talking before every, before we hit the record on this, but you know, with any company there's struggles. So is there something that you are struggling with, you know, not a hard struggle, but just something that has come up for you that maybe um, you want to share and we can kind of talk about? Yes, I would actually love that. I am a fan of transparency and vulnerability. So I am here to put it all on the table. Um, So the biggest thing for us is I just mentioned like a little bit earlier, like I struggle with the idea of sales and the, like, I don't want to say the other day, a few months ago, I kept thinking, I want more clients. We want more business clients, but how do we get them? And I realized I had never tried to actually sell what Boldly and Code can provide. We've only just, you know, like I've maybe put a post on Facebook or done something like that. And people have become our customers very naturally um, or someone, you know, a client will tell another client about us, but I've never actually like gone out to seek clients. So here I am being like, I need more clients. I want more clients and I'm not doing anything to do like to get that. So I think one of my struggles or I know one of my struggles is I feel like I don't know how to sell. I like, do I approach a business? How much information do I give? Who do I go to? Um, you know, you see a lot, for example, on about funnels and social media. And I'm like, I do not even know where to start when it comes to that stuff. So, so that's kind of my thought is like, what's a, what's a good way to go out and get more business? There's a lot of answers to that. (laughs) (laughs) And see, and my brain just doesn't even go there. You know, like for me, I'm like, it feels very overwhelming, right? Yeah. It's not, it's not my strong suit. I've never done it before. If you get someone in front of me who's interested in generally like what we do, I can make the sale because I'm so passionate about what we do, but getting them in front of me 
like on my own terms, I don't know how to do that. Or maybe I just think I don't, I don't know. I think that you think you don't. I think that's a limiting belief because actually, if you think about it, you kind of just answered your own question. Yeah. So really, <laughs> the way I see it is, you know, first of all, you are so passionate about what you're doing and that totally comes through with even how you're talking. Like I can see it on your face. I can hear it in your voice. Like, and that resonates with people when they know, like, you're in your zone and you're so passionate about yeah. something that translates. And so first thing is creating content, you know, with you talking about it, you know, mm -hmm. if, if you plan to be the face of your company, yeah, which I, which I am makes yeah. total sense because you know, it's who you are. This is something that you love doing and you, you want to promote this. So it's really like developing the content with your face, you know, videos, especially where you're talking about what you're doing. But the biggest thing is to talk about what problem is this going to solve for people? Right. And, and I think for the focus, first of all, like in the content portion of that, like focusing on that, you know, what, yeah, what and can, what problem get, do they have that you are going to solve for them? Yeah. And I think that's where I get tripped up because I have a lot of information to give, you know, and I think I need to find a way to succinctly say, so, so let's like talk it out. So like what I would normally say is we can help you get twice as much done in less time. But to me, that doesn't, I don't know, maybe just because I'm so close to it. I feel like there's so much more and that comes with like how we like what our methods are and how we break down a vision into a plan and then how we implement it. Oh my gosh. Like I could, I just have a hard time breaking that down into something succinct and measurable that, you know, in a sentence or two, someone would go, Oh, I get what you do. So you just need that really good one liner, you know, like, yeah. What is it exactly that you do for people? And I think you just said it. Yeah. We help you get twice as much done in less time. Okay. So I that's think the first it, part of that. Yep. And then, and that, well, how do you going to say, okay, how do we do it? So, but without going, if you're trying to keep it succinct, you don't have to go in all the details, right? Yes. Yep. It's, so we, we do it with our productivity. We do it with our proprietary productivity methods and tools, or maybe our proprietary productivity system. Exactly. So that's your how. So this is what you do. This is how you do it. So those are two very succinct things, not a yeah. lot of long sentences where you're not having to go into the weeds and then you can like break it down from there. I would think. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, see, and, see I'm like, and I want to talk about culture and well-being and <laughs> So I then think you break I break that down. And so maybe yeah. what, what you do is you do like, um, just like what you would do with your planning stuff. Right. So dump it all out, like dump out, mm -hmm. here's your high level. Like, okay, this is I'm, who I am. This is literally about to take some notes right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Twice so. as much done mm -hmm. in less time through our proprietary 
<laughs> productivity system. Okay. And then what is that going to, what is that end picture going to end up looking like for them after they do this stuff so that you can blah, 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 blah. So now like you're that. saying what you're doing, how you're doing it, and how that's going to change their lives or affect them or, yeah. you know, what is yeah, the result so, going to be? Right. So I think it would be like, you could, your company can achieve more without needing to hire more um, while improving overall well-being, which ultimately improves the culture. <sighs> okay. I got to iron that out, but I feel like See, I feel like I have, I'm like, there's all these benefits. <laughs> but I mean, that's the nice thing because you can create one short video that just hits the bullet points of those things. So again, with yeah. the, you know, here, here I am, here's what I do. Here's how I do it. Here's how it's going to help you. And then you can throw a few bullet points in there and that's the end of that video. Or yeah. now you have the opportunity to go into more detail. Like we're going to talk about, you know, digging into your, creating your vision. And then you can talk about how you do that and break that down into something. And mm -hmm. then we're going to talk, you know, like whatever all the parts are of your proprietary plan, break those down into their own um, yeah. you know, ads or videos or whatever. But just so that you're creating content that's always speaking to what you can do and how it's going to help people. Yes. Yeah. You know, in the past, I get nervous to talk about like, wow, boldly so great because um, growing up, my dad used to always say like, you don't brag about yourself. Like you let your achievements do the talking for you. You know, I think he was uh, afraid that we, you know, us as children like might come off in the wrong light if we, you know, exhibited a behavior that was like braggadocious or something like that. So I, and I'm somebody like, I take what my dad says like very seriously and to heart. And I, yes, I'm just like so in awe of him and, and respectful of him and our relationship. And I feel like he's such a wise person. And in those messages, you know, that I got as a kid, I carry through with me today, you know, and I'm obviously like applying them now to like something totally different, but I think I have to be aware of that. Like I'm applying this idea of me not bragging as a kid into like, well, I'm trying to create a company here. I need to be the biggest fan of what we do and be able to express that. And it's okay to express that, you know? Right. And that's what I was going to say too, you know, just when hearing you say that, like, it is okay. You know, yeah. it's not being, it's not that you're bragging or anything, but it's really just, you know, if you want to look at it, like, um, there's proof of concept here, you know, you can actually yeah. say like, this work and it's not that you're bragging, but you could say, I developed this program and, you know, implementing this has increased our productivity, you know, this much and our retention this much, like there's facts tied to this so that it's not just yeah. like, I'm amazing. Look what I did. You know, it's yeah. like, I created this and this is what happened and yeah. this is why this is important and why I think this is a useful thing for, you know, for people to have 
because there are proven results behind that. So it's mm-hmm. not just, and I think adding that in is like really, um, would be really powerful time. so that people could see like not, they're not only hearing it, but then there's that proof of concept where it's like, okay, this person used this system and they got these results and yes. there's no disputing of that. It's not a brand. Yeah, it's a fact. It's facts. Right. It's just, yeah. There's just yeah. straight facts. And yeah. that combined with like referrals, you know, any testimonials, referrals from people kind of things like the best thing that you can do for any business is to create raving fans. And I am a big believer in that. I mean, just like in real estate, like almost all the deals we've done recently have strictly been based on referrals. Yeah. Yeah. And no money marketing spent on that. Just referrals because when you do, when you provide something, it doesn't matter what it is, whether it's a real estate transaction or selling a productivity you know, plan or anything like that. Like, I totally lost my train of thought. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking about referrals, referrals. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, you, you don't, you, when you create those people that are such fans, like you don't have to sell, they sell for you. Right. Right. You know, they become the fans, they become the advocates. You want advocates for what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I think you know, that's another thing. I think I get nervous about asking people for referrals or a testimonial or to share something. Um, okay, again, another mindset thing. I also grew up with the idea, and it's. I think it's kind of who I am as well, is I never want to inconvenience somebody. So I will not ask for something that I need because I don't want to inconvenience them for their time or their energy, or um, I don't want to owe them, feel like I owe them something. So I think that's, I think I've got to break through that and just get brave for um, an email or a moment and be able to ask for some of these things. And so, and it's funny, I have clients that say, can I give you a testimonial? And I'll be like, oh yeah, sometime. Yeah. Like, (laughs) What's wrong with me? You need to get those. That's part of your marketing, girl. <laughs> you need to get those testimonials. Because oh the people are, that are talking, you know, getting the word out there for you, I mean, it's less work that you have to do. And again, it goes back to you don't have to brag about yourself. Other people are bragging for right. you. Right. They're like, I'm yes. using this thing. I just talked to a client this morning. I interviewed her and they're using your planner and they love it. And I'm sure that she would probably be happy to give you a testimonial. Yeah. I got to get with the the program. (laughs) You do. (laughs) But one of those things, something that might make it easier is just to make it part of your process. You know, don't look at it as like you're making an ask. Just look at it as like they bought something from you and say, I'd love your feedback. You know, thank you for purchasing, you know, this or whatever. And then I'd really love your feedback. If you could, you know, drop me a few lines, just let me know how you're liking it, how it's working out for you. Um, if you see a need for, to improve anything maybe, and just doing something small like that, you know, and then asking their permission if, to use that as a testimonial, you know. Right. Oh my gosh. I'm taking all the notes right now. <laughs> but then it's just part of it. So I do that with my, with the podcasting, you know, I, 
always send a thank you. And then I ask, Hey, if you know somebody else that might be interested, you know, right. Send them my ways that way I can give them some more information or whatever. And same thing with like selling houses, you know, getting Mm -hmm. those referrals. That's just part of our process at the closing table. When everything's done, we ask right there on the spot for that referral, you know, as a testimonial, it's part of our process. Um, Yeah. That's so great. You know, it's making me even think too, like maybe one of the easiest ways for somebody to give a referral that's the most impactful is a video. Literally record yourself for one minute, send me the video, I'll take it from there. And then Mm -hmm. they're done with it. There's no thought behind it. You know, I feel like when you want people to like write something, it's like, it's some people have like a block with it. Maybe it's like, just record yourself and send it over. Yeah. So. And you can give people different options to do that too. Cause maybe some people, especially older people aren't always comfortable making a video. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> you know, here's a, here's a form or here's a, you know, if you, yeah. if you don't mind, you know, answering this survey or whatever, like you can even do like a survey monkey thing that just has like three questions and then a place for them to like type in something that could be right. one thing, or you can leave a video review here and have some kind of like, there's so many automations and stuff now. I think there's uh, broadly, I think is one of them. Okay. Where you oh, can actually um, like upload somebody's email address and then they will um, ping them like after the transaction and just like, here's a link to Google to leave a review or to Facebook or whatever. Oh, and then actually cool. embed them in your website too, if you want. That's cool. Okay. I'm going to check that out. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I just realized here just how many weird mindsets and blocks that I have that are like not real. (laughs) I mean, I think you could sell the heck out of this stuff if you just speak up about it. You know, that's, that's the big thing is just getting out there and telling everybody what you're doing and how it helps and getting other people to advocate for you you know, what you're doing and, and, uh, you're right. You know, that, I mean, that's like, and all that's just organic. That doesn't even count like the creation of content and then throwing some money behind it, like doing some sponsored ads or whatever, right? um, things like that. Like, but you don't have to spend a ton of money either getting stuff out there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. I am literally like, I just need to put my head down and like really think about this and have a plan and be able to be my own biggest fan and share my facts and share what it's doing. And if I can do that in a succinct way, I think I've really got something. So awesome. Thank you. This has been awesome. I'm like energized now. Good. You know, and reach out too. like, I'm sure you have a customer list, like reach out to all those people that have bought from you already, you know, or went to your website. You've got them an email list somewhere I'm sure just reaching out to them and just hey how's it going with the planner and you know can I get some feedback from you and just always be communicating with with the customers because they're going to tell you what they want what's working what's not working and give you ideas too even for like other things that you might need to do like for example like I was talking to the client this morning and one of the things that she and I were talking about was just like brain dumping and how that can be like so overwhelming and everything. And then, so I ended up creating like this brain dump task organizer sheet for her. Mm-hmm. And I was like, 
I actually need this for myself too. <laughs> brain dump. I think we talked about this on the more podcast. Cause I'm like, yeah. I dump it all out. It's like, Oh my God, there's so much stuff on here. Like how am I going to get through all this? And she was talking to me about that, about her feeling of overwhelm going, you know, looking at all the stuff on the list. And mm -hmm. we finally came up, you know, I said, you know what, I'm going to create something to help with this. Cause I think the brain dump's important, but then like, how do we kind of organize and work on all these things in, a, yep. in the right way, you know, make sure we're working on the right things, making sure that things with deadlines are getting done, all that kind of stuff. But right. that came from a, from a customer's need, you yeah. know, I myself even had. So when you're asking them, you know, that also, you know, helps with innovation. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Thank you so much. This has been awesome. Yes. Thank you for, for coming on and sharing everything. And do you want to let people know how they can um, get a hold of you or find your, your products and things? Yes, yes, absolutely. So the best way to reach us is by going to our website and it's www.boldly, B-O-L-D-L-Y and co. So A-N-D-C-O. Dot com. So boldlyandco.com. That's the best way. We're also on social media. We're on Facebook and Instagram or boldly and co. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Nina. This was very fun. And yes. I, I'm going to look at this planner myself because I kind of got yeah, away girl. from the planner thing, but I, I probably need to get back into it. <laughs> well, I want to say one thing that we're going to start doing is we do, will be selling. I have all of our system bottled up into uh, video courses. So we are going to actually start selling the teaching about the methodology. So that could be a really great option for you because if you're someone who's like, I'm kind of outside of planners now, I'm not into that. Um, you can, you should still learn the methodology and then you can adapt that like however you need. So that could be something. Very cool. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to sell, I'm trying to sell my stuff. <laughs> there you go, girl, then you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Sell yourself. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you.